0: Oh What's up, and welcome to the Project Money Badger podcast. I'm Travis, I'm your host, and this is a podcast where we talk about life domination. So before we jump into today's episode, if you guys feel like you get some fire from our from our content that we put out here, do me a favor and go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and actually throw a, a written review up in there. Don't just rank it five stars. I know it could be a pain in the ass. iTunes doesn't make it easy, um, but if you could do that for us, that'd be awesome. And then also connect with us on Instagram, we're at money underscore badgers. Uh, on Instagram. And then my Instagram is at Travis R Vaughn. So what we're going to talk about today, it, it's kind of hard to describe with one word, uh, but the best word that I really feel like you can use to describe uh, what I want to talk about is reliability. So before I hit on reliability, there's uh, what I guess we would call a prereq- like a prerequisite that I want to talk about, uh, that you're going to want to wrap your head around uh, before we actually go into what we're talking about with reliability. So that is your intent. What is your intent when it comes to listening? to to content material to this podcast to any podcast to reading audio or reading books or listening to audiobooks what's your intent behind it because there's so many people out there who like Andy Facilla the MF CEO says uh, are success zombies right meaning they soak in all these books podcasts motivational content audiobooks books, uh, quotes inspirational pictures all kinds of stuff but they never actually execute on it themselves and even worse with with some people Some people only listen to this stuff with the intent to uh, preach it to other people instead of apply it to their own life. They only take that content and try to implement it on other people's lives and have other people execute it. When in reality, they're not really executing it themselves. And it's for one of two reasons. Uh, those two reasons are in the last episode we talked about when it came to excuses. Either um, either you, you're just, you just don't want to do it yourself and it's a blatant excuse, or you just have a lack of perspective and you don't see your own flaws. Either way, we have to be absorbing this content to execute it on our own lives, not just the lives of other people. So what I'm saying is... Um, you know, all of these podcasts and everything that we talk about on here, I'm saying this stuff just as much to myself as I am to everybody else who's listening right now. Every single person in the world needs to hear everything that we're talking about here because nobody is perfect. Nobody does all of this stuff correctly. Nobody is always extremely reliable. Nobody is always perfect when it comes to excuses. Everybody has some flaws. So when I say this stuff, I'm saying it just as much to me. So when you listen to this, you're gonna wanna listen to this with the intent of improving yourself and not with the intent of telling other people what they need to do better. Because you can't lead others until you lead yourself first. And the most effective way to get other people to do shit the right way is to model it first yourself. And the other thing with this is, and this is a really important note, modeling it for 5 minutes and then expecting people to follow suit isn't just enough. If you're maybe a leader of a team and you're you're trying to get your team to be, you know, reliable, which is what we're talking about today, and you know, you're trying to get your team to eliminate excuses like we've talked about before, you have to embody that first. You have to embody that yourself before you can expect your team to embody that and you have to do it for a while. You have to do it long before you expect other people to do it. People have to see that it's a trend, that it is actually you. People have to see that you're consistent in doing that because if people don't see that, they don't respect it and they think it's a fad and it's, it's going to wear off and you're not going to be doing that long term. Like you have to be the embodiment of this consistently if you want people to, to, to do what you're modeling for them. You can't just do it for five minutes and expect them to pick it up all of a sudden. So everyone knows what we're talking about back to reliability. We know people. Uh, who we would call go-to players. I know a lot of people who I would call go-to players. I have a lot of go-to players on my team, and I work with a lot of go-to players on a day-to-day basis. And these are the people that every single time they get the ball, it seems like there's almost nothing they can do to drop it. It seems like they would have to intentionally mess up or just decide not to do work for, to to not get the results done. And most of us want to be that kind of person um, you know, and, and who wouldn't? Because they're admired, they're respected, they're looked up to. People, people want to be like them because they get recognition for it. They get praised for it. People have a high opinion of them. And whenever they set their mind to something, whatever their team or their leader needs them to do, it just gets executed aggressively and quickly. And nine times out of ten, it gets done the right way. But here's the thing. Almost no person is just born that way. None of us are born any specific way. We become what we are through our environment and through formative experiences. That's just how it is. Nobody is just born with a knack like, yes, there's such thing as talent, but talent, you know, we, we say this all the time, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Like one of John Maxwell's books, I can't remember which one it was, but he talks about this man visiting a tribe in Africa. And the man asks one of the elders in the tribe, if any great men were ever born there. He and, and the elder says to him in response to that, he was like, no, no great men have ever been born here. Only babies are born here. You know, and that sounds kind of silly, but that's so on point, it's ridiculous. Because great men are not born, great men are made. Great men and, and women are made. So what characteristics are critical to embody if you want to be one of these go-to players, if you want to turn yourself into one of these players, because it's good news for us that great men aren't born, they're established. You know, Great people don't just come out of the womb being fantastic, and that's good news for most of us, because that means that all of us can become great people. We all have the ability to become great, but it takes these characteristics to establish that, that we have to expose our mind to over and over and over again, And here are the three, I feel like it really boils down to three main characteristics that you need to embody if you want to become a go-to player. And the first one is something we've talked about a significant amount before, and that's ownership. That's owning the results for everything, owning your actions and owning the results of the actions, and also owning your inactions and the results of your inactions. Ownership is a key element in everything that we do. I'm not going to harp on that one because we talk about it all the time. But if you don't take ownership of your actions, there's no way that you can effectively become a go-to player because part of being a go-to player is is correcting mistakes, is correcting when something's wrong. So the second thing is responsiveness. Responsiveness, I feel like it's overlooked all the time. And it's such a key element. We're at any given point in time, we're at the best point in, in history right now because we have the ability to connect with virtually anybody at the touch of a couple buttons on our phone. So there's literally no excuse to not be responsive when somebody that you're supposed to be responsive to needs something or hits you up. And when I say be responsive to somebody you're supposed to be responsive to, you could look at that as a boss, right? And that's 100% accurate. You need to be responsive to your boss you need to be responsive to business partners you need to be responsive to clients and almost most importantly you need to be responsive to the people that rely on you for mentorship leadership and guidance to your team if you're respons- if you are responsible for a team then you need to be responsive to that team Because another word for a leader or another way to describe a leader is somebody who has a bunch of bosses. If I have a team of 20 people, that means I have 20 people that I work for because a leader is supposed to be responsive and equip their team with the things that they need to get the job done. So no matter who we're talking about, you need to be responsive to anybody in your life that you value. Because if you're not responsive, if it takes you two hours, three hours, a day, two days, three days to respond to somebody, they're not going to trust you. They're not going to trust you at all. And there's no way to be a go-to player if you're not trusted by a large number of people. That's how you become a go-to player. The third step is action. This one might sound pretty obvious, pretty blatant. But if there's no action associated with the ownership, then the responsiveness, if there's no action taken after the responsiveness, you could be super responsive and communicate to people consistently and tell them you're going to do this and they need to do this and you're going to do this. But if you don't actually do what you say you're going to do or what needs done, then you're not going to be a go-to player. You're going to be somebody who's all talk. You're going to be somebody who's completely all talk. And if you don't take action, what that really means is that the ownership you said you took at the beginning is fake ownership. It's not real ownership. Those things are those things are all huge. You have to have all three of those. The funny thing about those three characteristics is that describes leadership. When we're talking about ownership, responsiveness, action, consistent action, and we talked about trust. That's all leadership. You have to have all four of those elements in order to be an effective leader. So like I said earlier, most people want to be this kind of person, you know, somebody who is a go to player, who is a go to leader. And they say that they want to be that. But the problem is and the reason that they don't get to that level is because they that's not really what they want. We might think that we want that. But what they really want is the credit and the respect that comes with being a go-to player. They want to be admired like a go-to player is admired, like that go-to leader is looked upon. But what they don't want is to have to go through the work and the sacrifice that gets you there. A lot of people think that the work and the sacrifice and getting your hands dirty and making things happen is is beneath the level of the, the leader or the person that you're supposed to be. But people respect that more. That's what's required. It's sacrifice, which is required to get to that level. And people just don't want to do it. People don't want to go through that work, don't want to go through that sacrifice to level up. So what do you want to do? Do you want to do your own thing and be comfortable? Or do you want to become a go-to player? Because if you want to become a go-to player and that go-to leader, what it's going to take is sacrifice, work, dedication, and consistency over and over and over again to your ownership your responsiveness and your action to build the trust with people around you people you work with people you associate with so they know that when you get the ball in your hands that you're not going to drop it you're not going to fumble it and you're always going to do what it takes to get done so if that's what you want to do then make it happen